Welcome to the Lingus Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. Welcome back, everybody, to the Linguist Lounge. Here we are. First week of school. It's our second day, and we just want to just dish to you guys. Let's Let's just talk about it. Let's dish it out. Um, well, general feeling. How are we feeling? I feel better today than I did yesterday. Okay. Me too. I, I had a lot of anxiety going into this week. You did? Yeah. Because Tell I, us about that. Well, I think I figured it out. Okay. Because okay. yesterday, well, well, let me back up. So Monday and even Friday and Thursday when we were like doing in services and stuff, mm-hmm. I just felt really like overwhelmed and like anxious and like there's a lump in my throat and then i realized yesterday about midway through the day the reason i felt that way is because the last two semesters that i've been doing this mm-hmm. my first block have been kids i've already taught mm-hmm. and this year i've had mm-hmm. two three blocks of kids that i don't know and then at the end of the day i have all the kids i've already taught oh, yes how interesting so i think that it was just the anxiety of meeting new people yeah and, i i feel that in my heart too this is the first year yeah. that i've not had repeat students as well at yeah. all i don't have oh yeah else. at all it's really mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's way different i did i was not expecting this and it's really interesting because you know i don't think i've actually ever had a situation where i've had a completely new set of kids every year like until this mm-hmm. year i don't want to say they're even new but like when I was teaching in private school, I had the same kids, the same yeah. private school kids yeah. every year. And then even the first year that I taught here, that following year, I had kids I had already taught. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this would be, I, well, I guess I do. I don't. I guess I guess what I'm saying is, I've never had a full year of nobody new. Right. right. That makes sense. So mm-hmm. it, that the idea of that is really stressful to me, but also just the idea of not being able to see the kids that I already know first thing, first, thing. first day. Yeah. That That's, like stressed super me. Helpful. Even like getting to know a hundred new kids is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And like, even in my other school, like I had, I taught like one and then I teach four. So like I'd have them back after a couple of years, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, so this is, it's, I've never felt this before. And that's, you're right. That's, Mm -hmm. I couldn't put my finger on it, but that's why that was the anxiety. It was really creeping in. It was like, and that Um, I felt like very awful yesterday all day until fifth block. Yeah. I I was going to say, I didn't have that. And I'm now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking it's because I have like a whole, like a whole year two semesters that I don't like I don't have the three the the world language three and the AP experience that you guys have mm-hmm. even though I absolutely miss and have loved reuniting with the re, being right. reunited with the students that I love mm-hmm. and missed over the summer but n- no I, I went into it with yeah. zero anxiety and was mm-hmm. super excited um I had pretty high expectations and the d- day was fine but i think when you go into things with high expectations mm. i felt a little deflated at the yeah. end of the day because yeah. i was just all like Woo-hoo, let's yeah. do this and it was fine um and it really like i feel like i'm coming across negative but it really was fine but it just wasn't exactly how i went into yeah, we yeah. Have high expectations really gung-ho like yeah. um expectations about it so i would say today was better just because now i had a whole day with them mm-hmm. so now i kind of figured out what to expect from them that's kind of where i'm at too mm-hmm. i would say like if i was going to give them like out of 10 like i would say like first block maybe like seven out of 10 they're not like 
a 10 yet but they're they have a lo- mm-hmm. little bit lower energy mm-hmm. i was just telling these two about a funny little incident that happened with me today where i don't know if y'all are like me but i never like i'm every time that the principal like the big dog principal comes in my room i'm always doing or saying something stupid so like it really is so like today <laughs> today i was i had already been commenting on the fact that when i walked in this morning it felt like a funeral like I was like, it feels like a funeral in here. Everyone was looking at me sadly, and it was like low energy. And then as I got to teaching and got doing things, like in the middle of the class, I was like, okay, we need to take a break because we need to go over the rest of the syllabus. And I went up to like do that, and I was like, first of all, I just want to apologize that I said it felt like a funeral in here. And I turned to my left, and there he is at the door because he cannot. He sneaks in so quietly on me every single time. And I saw him at lunch today, and he you was even like. Have- what do you wind like wind chimes or yeah. chimes at your door? Yeah, I mean, how does this happen? I, I don't have so chimes. I hear him I'm and see him every single time. I don't, I don't get know. this. I really don't know. I think because you are just so I in the face, present. So the doors, I don't, you can't behind see this, you. but the doors like behind me and I face out like this way. And I think you probably face more. It's right. This way. It's right yeah. to yeah. the side of me. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm so kind of up a little. Where I am, unless I'm in the my back left corner, if I'm looking at it from the front of the room, I have a very clear view of everything i saw him at lunch today and he was like i need to really investigate you because every time i'm in your room you say something weird did he say that well, to not you? not like he was in jest oh was in okay jest. okay yeah. but still he was like i just i feel like there's something going on <laughs> <laughs> last year i told him i mean I, I told this story to them too but last year it was like i was telling <laughs> it was like the second or third week of school <laughs> and i was telling all of them i was like please tell your parents not to come to open house and there he was in the room like i don't know of when he entered but he was just looking at me and all the kids were like <gasps> Like their their faces were just like shocked, and then when he left, I was like, "It's fine. He knows how I am." Do we need to pause and tell our listeners how you're very sarcastic, or do you think very, they know you? I feel like at this like point, he 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 real. I mean, he might mean it. He doesn't want to see their parents at open house, but like this is he's he's loving his students. They're yeah. loving it. Yeah, you know, they eat it up for sure. They yeah. really. I, I told them today, I was like, just because I'm mean to you doesn't mean I don't love you. Mm. Like, I do love you, <laughs> but I'm very sarcastic. Yeah. But that's just, I think by, we're 12 episodes in, so I, I feel like at this point you well, definitely. Well, I was going to say that almost kind of segues into some of like what we're going to talk about today, what they need from us. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. So we had originally had a conversation last week about how, or not how, but what kind of things do we as teachers need to be doing or what do we need to have done before school starts to be prepared to receive students in our classroom? And we talked about all that fun stuff last week. And I want to say I'm sorry because I felt it was a bit rushed. I know the conversation was really good, but we were in a very big hurry because we were like in the middle of in services. And so Mm -hmm. I, I feel like in terms of like the actual flow of the the, the episode it was a great conversation but it was cut short so we will revisit that at some point and also like heather's microphone died and that was that whole thing yeah. that we had to like do wop it up i hope it yeah. works now it does work it does okay. work i can me? see the levels and okay. it sounds Yay. good yeah although it was fun sharing a mic I'll it was fun yeah it, was fun. it didn't sound great i will say no, that but no. <laughs> you know that's <laughs> you just, just uh, have to make it work and that honestly that is such a big thing yep. you know, being able to pivot and you know do the next thing if and we're want, really good at that if you are a um audio production company out there and you want to sponsor this tiny little podcast please hit me up i would love to be using some sort of different thing system that i have here because right now it looks a lot like medusa like medusa's head on the desk right here or tiny little death stars that we're (laughs) holding here oh yeah our microphones do look like tiny little death stars but is it bad that i don't know what a death star is it's from star wars oh yeah how do you say star wars in german 
Oh, I don't know what the, because they have an official name. I think they just call it Star Wars. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Shan Kliga. I doubt they call it that, though. Those I think it has, a, it has a name, I think, because in Spanish it has its, a different name, too. Shan Kliga. I'd have to look it up. I'll write it down to look it Stella, up. Stella, like it's Guerra Estelar, like Stellar Wars. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it is. Oh, it oh. is? <laughs> I have a poster in Spanish That's at my great. house. Great, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a question, is what she said. Yeah. No, I was telling you. I was, I was telling you. you. I absolutely know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Um, I wanted to say Guerra Mundial, but that's like World War. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place for that, but not yeah. not in this conversation. Not. Uh, no, no, that definitely wouldn't be. I would. I don't think I would enjoy the experience of watching Star Wars in Spanish. I love it in English, but can you imagine all that terminology in a different mm-hmm. language? Mm-hmm. I cannot. My Let's first movie it. that I watched in German was um, Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. Oh! She really committed. I don't even, oh, I'm sorry. I'm too about to defend Lord of the Rings. I can't make it through it in English. Oh, it's great. And I know, and I love that kind of stuff, but it's mm-hmm. just not, yeah. I don't know. Well, I've never done that it. any better in German. I'll okay. be honest about that. It seems very on brand for them, oh. for the for the hobbits. Is. The content of the movie, it was just a lot of walking around yeah. in beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. There was just a, so much of that. Yeah, and you know, if you're really a deep cut fan, you like the extended versions, which are like three and a half to four mm-hmm. hours long. Mm-hmm. Megan and I watched those. because we did like that for his Lord birthday one year. We watched, like, it was like a back-to-back back yeah. for his birthday. And it was like an all-day long party. Mm-hmm. It was it was a long party. Yes. It's not a party. It's okay. Okay, well, anyway, let's jump into it because... Oh, Brett is my husband. Did we say that? You you have said it before. Heard of him before? Yeah. (laughs) No, Brett's like her imaginary friend. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get into it. Let's go. The first, um, so the first thing that I wrote down that I felt was really important for us to be thinking about when we are wanting to set students up for success is to have clear expectations of them Mm -hmm. so whatever that looks like for you that could be having a syllabus with rules that could be just having a uh, i have a poster in my room that has three really big important rules for me which is be respectful be responsible be ready you can you know outline what those things mean but if they are if they understand what you expect from them i think that they'll be able to work for you better they'll understand how you operate better Mm -hmm. i even go as far as to tell them little things that i don't like like for me I hate it when you throw things. I said, that, same here. I said yeah. those literal words yesterday. And it's yep. just about, you know, respecting the, the room that you're in. And also, like, we spend so much time creating, developing the space that we're in, too, and, like, making sure it looks good and making sure it's aesthetically pleasing. Like, it, if you're like me, you're very peculiar about the way your space is. And so, just like being like, hey, I just want you to know I took a lot of time to do this, and it would be really good if you could respect that, you know, don't make a mess. If you make a mess, clean it up. It can be as little as that. Like, they, if they understand what you expect from them, I just think that they're going to be able to work so much better. Mm-hmm. And, like, they'll know what they can and can't do. Like, you're, there's not going to be any gray area. So, that was my yeah. first one. I thought, mm-hmm. um, in, our, in our school district, we're required to have syllabi. So, in the syllabus is where I just I put a lot of things and then I kind of talk about them one one by one you know mm-hmm. in class today yeah we did we that did. today yeah. too it was yeah. horribly boring but it, yeah you're right oh it's yeah and to admit I mean you know like this I don't know if this it ties into this or not but for me like I tell them like I know this is boring stuff but I yeah. want you to know it yeah because it right. is important to me right. I think it's boring too I want to sit yeah. here and go over the syllabus for 25 minutes yeah. but I want to make sure that you understand what I want yeah right. which, which I think that kind of goes with my it's actually my number two but I guess we can jump around um is the elephant in the room you got to have some kind of plan with the phones. You know, what that is, you know, that's up to you. But mm-hmm. just some kind of something. Uh, 
that you expect them not to be there because, you know, it just distracts them. And I, I always call their AirPods their earrings. I'm like, you got to take your earrings out because there's no way you can hear me. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, unless you know, unless somebody else knows German, nobody has ever raised their hand. I was like, I'm the only one that knows, and I talk really fast, so you got to be, you know, paying attention. Yep. Hopping around, I'm all over the place, and I don't talk slow. Yeah. So in English or German. Up. Yeah. You, I would say you speak slower in German than you do in English. You think? I think so. Have you ever heard me speak German? I've heard you speak English enough. To know? You so I, I have heard you speak German. Yeah? Yeah. Well, probably now. Like, in the state of German that I'm in, yeah, it probably is slower. But when I get going or have lived over there, it's mm-hmm. it's comparable in speed. But yes. yeah, some kind of plan. you got to do something with them. Not necessarily collect them. That's not what I'm promoting. Yeah. I, I told them. I was like, what I want is I want you to want to pay attention to me. I want you to not need yep. them. Yep. Like, I don't want to collect them. I want you to, in and of yourself, be yes. like, I'm going to dedicate myself to what we're doing here. Like, yeah. that's that's what I prefer. Well, then that's a conversation that I have with them, too, every year. Is like, I know I'm not as interesting as your phone. And to be totally honest with you, if I was given the option to be on my, between being on my phone or listening mm-hmm. to someone talk, I'd probably be on my phone, too. And so, it's just, it, I keep saying this, and I, like, I know, I, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I don't know how much weight it has anymore, but, like, battling the phones is just not something I want to do anymore. You know, and for me that, that kind of like creeps into participation and like how I do participation and, you know, I'll straight up give you five zeros a week until you comply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how I handle uh, cell phones. Uh, I was, we have two new Spanish teachers on the hall this year, and both of them have asked me about what do they do with cell phones. And, you know, we can have that discussion that I think is the stock conversation. Um, I'm going to ask you to put it away. If you don't comply with that, then we all have our own various things. I personally do not take them. I go straight to the yep. grade book and... Um, even if it's day two, like I'm going to do today, right. um, some students need to learn early on. It's not, I'm not trying to be ugly or mean to them, it's for but love. They need to, it is, it's for love. And mm-hmm. I, they need to know early on that um, yeah. this can mean a zero, um, for them. So, yeah, I mean, I think you just, just start, I think making, tying it into participation yeah. with the cell phone conversation but or any yeah. behavioral I also do like thing. to go about that with humor too. Like yeah. a girl was on it and so she was on it and I was literally teaching them what the word day was, which everybody else knew. And I was like, <clears throat> table three, seat two, what's the word for day? And she was like, oh, and I was like, see, that's why we're not on our phones. Like just call them yeah. out. Did she come back to class today? She actually did not, but I don't, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Is just that down. related? We'll never know. <laughs> we'll um, we'll never but know. it's not, I think that's a really good point, Heather, because whether you approach it with humor if that's your thing or just i think it's really important to set a boundary but also let them know it's not personal i know i feel like when i was a new teacher everything was personal you are personally offending me right Right. now because you are on your phone it still kind of hurts a little bit because you know i mean i want to be interesting enough but like Mm -hmm. luke said i also am a realist and know that it's very hard to compete with the phone Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's not personal so you can still feel, you can still I, set a boundary. That's and then, good to remember that, but it is hard not to feel like it is. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not saying it's just because I say it out loud. I'm going to achieve it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's not. And I think when you remember that, how you talk to them about it, and have because that conversation has to be had. Right. But it will. Yeah. It. I think my results have been better when I've kept it pretty light at first. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. And that was another. Well, let me go. Let me go to you first. What is one that you were thinking of, Dolly? Oh, just. Off yeah. the topic of cell phones, but just like on. Or, yeah, I, I had one that's kind of springboards us. off of that, but you go right to, you go, well, I don't want to skip over springboard, you. it's fine. I'm okay, good. Great, great. Um, <laughs> one thing that, that kind of ties in, I feel like everything has a common thread here, but you know, one, one of the things that I wrote down was to be consistent. So whatever you're going to do, make sure you follow through with doing it. If that mm. means that you're going to 
give them zeros for being on their phones, then give them the zeros. Don't just don't. You have to practice what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So yes, and especially with the kids that are, you know, as we're starting classes, as we're starting the semester, that consistency is going to be key because it does set them up to know what the, what they have to do each day mm-hmm. and for them to be expecting it. So you know personal story about myself is like I don't like to follow through with bell work because I feel like I want to do something different every day but and last year I really struggled with this because I would come into class and be like why are y'all not working on the bell work and they'd be like because we didn't do it yesterday or the day before or the day before and I'm like oh so you really if if that if there's something that you want to make sure is happening you have to be consistent with ensuring that you're doing it or they're doing it Mm -hmm. so especially you know when we talk about phones we talk about attendance we talk about Anything. If you want to make sure that they're consistent, you have also have to be consistent. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um, I was thinking one of the things I do, it kind of, it's still under the category of expectations, is just procedures. What you do want them to do and what you don't. And I've really enjoyed my first two days um, seeing what they did the second day. Um, I have, as you guys know, I have carts now where I have supplies. And everything we've done uh, these first two days have required them to use these things and very intentionally like mm-hmm. i didn't have to have them use colored pencils the first day right. or get it get right into the uh spanish english dictionaries but i did because i wanted to see how they use them mm-hmm. help and help them use them um so i was just telling you guys uh before we started that the what i can what i predict will be my rowdiest block this year um they were the best at the procedures today mm-hmm. they put their dictionaries up the in the most organized fashion they came right through the door and grabbed the paper that i told them to they put the paper back where i asked wow, them to an and those two things i wouldn't think would go together With usually rowdiness. rowdiness also follows right into hard to follow it's not hard easy for them to always follow right. instructions but they did excellent and my most motivated enthusiastic well-behaved class that i'm just loving right now did the worst with yeah. the procedures that but yeah so teaching procedures so i have this thing with doing that that requires them to look up some words that i'm not ready to teach them it's not part of the lesson yet it's going to be down the road but they need to learn how to use that dictionary so we use dictionaries we use colored pencils all these things that i all these resources and materials i have in my cart so we mm. just got them out so we could just go ahead and see how i want them mm. to use it so nice. procedures yeah do's and don'ts that's a great one i got another one okay perfect no you go okay there's no segue here it's different um i like to and this is the reason why i wait i don't know about y'all but i wait to do the syllabus for the second day just because i want to jump right in with as much german as i can um not to scare them off i actually try to use comfortable words like cognates and things like that that you know can kind of draw them in but just kind of show them that it's not going to be as hard as they think it's going to be just because like i feel like with spanish a lot of times kids have some exposure to it you know Dora mm-hmm. or whatever um but with mine you know if they know anything it's the nazis you know so i make sure not to mention them at all um but also just to jump in with the language like i do this thing i've set up a, a quizlet that has it's only german so it's got questions and then answers and i set it up in the test thing and we figure out which one matches just by looking at you know words that are in both the question and the answer but then also we figure out what they mean so like for example if you have a phone in mount juliet well you've got mount juliet so probably that's right. live you know what i'm saying so just to kind of jump in to show them you know like you've heard you may have heard this that or the other thing about the class but like the language in and of itself right. isn't as scary or as hard as yep. you think it's going to be um just to kind of get that get them going with that and then yeah, in that, you know, to kind of do it with humor and things like that, winning them over to me, but just also to the language, like, yeah. 
you know, Spanish isn't the only one with cognates. We've got them too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do something similar. I don't do it with like um, a matching sort of thing, but I just put my bio, like a short little bio about yeah. myself up mm-hmm. in um, Spanish. And I know, Luke, you do something maybe similar, maybe not the way I do it, but definitely the it, two two purposes. They learn about me, so we can talk, start talking about that, right. like giving them pieces of you already, you know, mm-hmm. already get, giving them insight into who you are as a person, but also w- to serve the purpose that Heather's talking about. Um, I mean, we hit 100% every single time, every single class. Right. I just basically give them my bio, read yeah. it out loud, have them read it, and then as a group, they discuss, and I say, tell, you know, tell me everything you learned about me. Right. And right. n- th- I've never had to say, oh, y'all missed this. Right. Right. Exactly. They know it. Well, yeah. that surprises mm-hmm. them, too. I I mean, yes. I always mm-hmm. make a bet too before. I'm like, do you think this, like, I'm going to say this to you. Do you think you're going to understand everything? And they're like, no, we're not going to understand anything. And then, like you said, they miss it. But yeah. I have them make a bet on that before just to be like, you think you're not going to understand everything, but I guarantee you, especially because right. I'm going to give you, like, I hold up a picture. You know, it's not yeah. like we're talking about fishing in the Adriatic Sea. You know, yep. we're clearly talking about my family. <laughs> yeah. Fishing you know, in the Adriatic sea, that's like, so <laughs> funny because. Um, not the Adriatic Sea. So German I don't know. Germany. I don't think that's funny. I don't know what uh, what you know about the Adriatic Sea, but it's nothing. I'm kidding. That's my I don't point. know anything about it. <laughs> no, I was like, ooh, tell us more, Luke. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing, y- y'all. They were waiting with bated breath because they know I know so much random stuff that he they really wouldn't does. believe anything I said. He could really bring something to the table, and we'd probably believe it. I don't know anything true. about it, but I do know that I had a teacher one time who in college who studied. Um, uh, Spray eels in the Sargasso Sea. What where's did you just sea? spray el- spray eels oh, spray in eels. the Sargasso Sea? Where's, where's I, it's that? a sea, and I think it's near Alaska. Oh, uh, yeah. Things I don't know. Um, funny about. thing about I know nothing about the Adriatic Sea, but I took me, a teachers. German <laughs> film class, <laughs> Heather, in college, yeah. a German film class oh. as an elective. Oh. Um, we watched it all with English subtitles, but oh. we watched one where it was a '60s like beach sort of like Frankie and Annette. If you know anything about that, like a, just a beach '60s type of movie, yeah. and all these teenagers took holiday on the Adriatic Sea. All these German teenagers. Is that where is my Adriatic Sea? I have no idea what my what Mallorca is. Mallorca Spain. Is, they call it basically the oh gosh, seventeenth German state. Oh yeah, I don't know. That's where Germans always take. Vacation. Is it? Sp- it's Spain, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But anyway, that's where they were holidaying. But the whole purpose of the film was it was super. It was like post or like. I, not poster, maybe during Cold War. I don't know, but to lighten the mood about uh, what everyone yes. felt about Germany. Because the, the propaganda mm-hmm. film industry was pretty heavy. And yeah. so, uh, anywho, it was a very light. To lighten the mood. I mean, I guess, yeah. To lighten the mood, German teenagers <laughs> holidaying on the Adriatic. I learned nothing about the sea itself, That's okay. though. I was <laughs> going to circle back to the cognates thing. Yes, I've, please. I've been seeing a lot of, like, pushback about teaching cognates, like, the first couple really? of days. Yeah, and I'm like... I don't I don't know why, so I don't have any information on that. But I I have seen people that have said just not to do it because oh. it like stifle. I guess it stifles you and it people into thinking that it's easy and it's not easy. It actually oh. takes a lot of time. But the way that I look at it is exactly what Heather said. It's like you already know so much. It's not about it's not about me telling you that you're going to be excellent at this. It's about me telling that you can do it. Right. Like or there's always going to be like a word. Right. That you can hold on to exactly. to try to figure everything out. And that and that's exactly what we you know, Heather and I have had this conversation so many times with these upper we, with these upper level classes that we teach, but there's you're never gonna understand everything that you mm-hmm. read or hear. So you have to use what you do know to piece together the information that you want to know. Exactly. And that's really what the goal the the skill that we're teaching here is selective 
or like not selective really, but your context clues. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You're using what you know to figure out what you don't know. Yep. Well, and, that, and that's huge in life. That's yes. What, and that's what I tell them too. I'm like, a lot of teachers don't get to do this because they got to worry about standards and all this stuff. And while we do have standards, like I can also like context clues are going to be important no matter what area of life you're in. Exactly. Like it's important in math. Yep. It's important in your job. Like all these things. Exactly. It's not just for world language. And I just think it's, it is a really great like mood booster or like um, maybe, maybe that's correct. Mo- like yeah. Morale. They, mm-hmm. they feel so much better after it, you know, and I, and right. the thing that I love to say, booster. the thing I love to say is, Oh look, you're reading full sentences in Spanish on day two. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and I, I yeah. it's such a, it's so fun to do that. Um, if you're interested in like someone who does this really, really well in the Spanish world senorita spanish on teachers pay teachers i she's great and she does she has a whole unit based on cognates mm-hmm. um that is just activities and games and readings and listening ex- exercises that she's put together that are excellent yeah. for that so i'm um, sorry german teachers i have nothing for you i mean you know it just they're used to it if they do it they know the ter- <laughs> teresa iyk what's her name uh, Nancy Tulane. Nancy Tulane. Love me some Nancy Tulane. Although she doesn't have a ton of fun things, she does have a lot of worksheets. Well, th- she's great. We hear. Yeah, she's great. She's got something. Shout to out say. to you, Miss Tulane. Yeah, for all Tulane. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, so the next one that I have is to offer them resources. So what I do is I, I have a section of my syllabus that says, okay, if you are looking for something else to do, or if you want more practice outside of school, here's a list of things that I recommend. So obviously Duolingo's on there. I've tried to do Duolingo in class before, and it was just a big old hot mess foot forest. So I decided to just recommend that they, I just made that up just now. Okay. Um, but I, I know just, you were hoping I wouldn't hold on to that, but. I was really, I was thinking I was gonna squeak by. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I was. Um, <laughs> but I know that it's hard to do as a class. It's, it is doable, but it's hard to do as a, as a full class. But it's great for them because it does place them into a level and they can practice the skill that is, that is good for them to practice. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go in and, like, fine-tune the thing. Mm-hmm. So Duolingo or just give them, like, I give them, like, a list of YouTube uh, channels that they could go and watch mm-hmm. or listen to. Um Duolingo has a podcast. They have a French one and a Spanish one that is excellent. I've talked about that before. And just like for them to have the the resources that, because a lot of kids do want to do more stuff than I can give them. And I want to be able to let them be able to do that. That that was a lot of words. I want to give them the tools to do that. So to offer them a list of resources that are, have been vetted by us and that they can like easily access is great. Um, Another thing I was just thinking about as I was, talking a second ago was there is a there's a website there there's a teacher in iowa that writes these stories and it's like simple stories in spanish and when you see it online it's like a green box and it says simple stories in spanish but it's like the first one when you type that into google and she has like eight seasons of stories that she's written and it uses like high frequency verbs so like the first season is like um I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but it's like about John and it talks about John and what he likes to do and what his family's like, what his family is like. So that would be good too to like print those off and even give them to them. And she has audio that goes along with it of her reading it so they can follow along with the story. Mm. So like in my Spanish three class, I give them stories and I quiz them on the story every week. So for like today, I gave them a story. I'm going to have them read them, read it by themselves and come back on Monday and take a quiz over it. But it just provides them an opportunity to be practicing outside of class. Because mm-hmm. I think I said this, I feel like I've said this 800 times, but it's because I want the kids to understand that 
science tells us that you need to spend 15 hours a week practicing a language to learn it. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have almost eight with them, if they want to learn a language, they have to find the seven themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one hour a day, basically. So if we can give them a way to do that, then I feel like that's going to help them. Yeah. They don't have to. They don't have to feel so overwhelmed to have to go out and do something themselves. Yeah. Themselves. As you're talking about this, I'm thinking about this to do this outside, but also or outside of class, but also going in pretty quickly at the beginning of the school year on expectations about what to do if you finish your right. fast finishers. Right. This has already happened to me, me today, too. and so I went ahead and just took a moment and showed them my shelf with card games, so like they can play cards. Um, if I have like five minutes, but they have, they're all Spanish cards or I have Spanish flashcards. I had a group on their own. I had just gotten this new Spanish bingo game. I didn't even talk about bingo. I just pointed at it, said, here's, they just opened it up and started playing with it because we had five minutes um, left in class. And so I'm, I'm a big gang person. So whatever, it doesn't have to be gangs, but whatever it is for you, go ahead. I think go ahead mm-hmm. and set the expectation. Some of you are going to finish right. before others, mm-hmm. you know, and do. here's something to do that's mm-hmm. not your cell phone. Right. Yeah. Um, because you know we want them to be engaged yeah but also i'm not i'm not about getting in trouble this is one thing that administrators exactly. are going to <laughs> no there's things like there's things we just give up because we like it's just not high on our priority right. list but the phones is are one of the things i think that's going to be the first thing yeah that just you don't want to see that a lot in your classroom mm-hmm. right it doesn't look like a, an engaged classroom right. it's, because right. it wouldn't be and i was thinking so. too about the about the fast finishers you know, bookshelf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now that does take some time on you to create that, like to get the things or to buy the yeah, like resources. I need so many more readers. Right. Me too. Um, but I think it's so worthwhile because if I, if I said to them, which I tried, I tried this last year. I, I said, you need to find something to do. If I say that to them, they will not find something to do. And nope. most of the time they'll just get on their phones. Yep. So you really need to figure out a way to, to get, to create a stockpile of things that with from which they can choose mm-hmm. like a choice you know offer yep. them choices um and i, I love delay's bookshelves like i love that you have that and i need I've, so much more but they but already i had three it, yeah. different games going on on day two because yeah. they're such simple games and again five minutes i can't teach them a card game but they already know their favorite card games mm-hmm. But they're looking at these cards and every single one has a very and i'm not talking about one random word spanish cards yeah. like a, like here's the spanish word here's no useful phrases that i'm right. teaching right now like como te llamas which means if you're not a spanish teacher what's your name like yeah. like it already has that stuff so it's already reinforced the, stuff is I'm it teaching. a go um i do have a go you can't you do have to teach a go but this is just the lingo deck cards oh lingo, yeah. and they mm-hmm. come in all the uh, all the most common yeah i have a class i have a class set though so that they can go and i think i have some more just regular playing cards because i'll also teach games that i learned um the family i lived with when i lived in mexico were big card game players so i teach them some of those games if i think they're simple enough but these cards are specifically for like they they can just go play a game whatever game they like but i know Mm -hmm. they're looking at spanish you know and they're not playing this the whole time but the last few minutes of class if we end early yeah I was trying to think of some more things. I know that I have an apples to apples riff that I have that I got. I think I gave you one too, actually. The a German one and a Spanish one that we that I printed off I love last that year. Game. I need that. Maybe not apples to apples. What do you mean? Maybe it was. You did. But it, you it, gave that. Yeah, it was yep. like a. They, it has a bunch of different memes and it has like mm-hmm. Spanish phrases oh, yeah. or German phrases. Yep. And that one is really fun. I've not played that one very much because I feel like that's more of an upper level. 
one because yeah. the phrases it's just a lot of phrases mm-hmm. um but i was just thinking going through in my mind some of the different games and stuff that would be like appropriate for a lot of different aged um language learners and i think the lingo cards are great or the even the ago is fine like they're they're very basic phrases and even the, i love yeah. that because on the card it's gives you a hint and then it, there's also like a little fold out thing that goes with it that has answers that you can yeah, use it has a script it, it has yeah. the question and and it's all in the target language right um but the they're the they're good they have good visuals i can't it's really hard for me to i'm not going to go into the whole ex, uh, explanation of i go but it's it really does just it it's a conversational card game um mm-hmm. it has things that we're no, used to seeing in normal card games like reverse or right. skip a turn or take three cards or mm-hmm. things like that but then the main part of the deck yeah. has con- just conversation it's kind of like uno in, in a way it has a script yeah, yeah. it yeah it, the process works like uno but it really does facilitate conversation right. and the few students that again i need to be better about teaching this early on like so i'm going to try to do that this year but um the few students that really did like that game by the time we got to the unit that some of these conversations were about, they already yeah had they had a leg up. new yeah yeah mm-hmm. I love that I love the idea that you you can like front load that mm-hmm. without actually having to teach it yeah that's we're always trying to save ourselves time and yeah. I feel yep. like that's a good way to do it or just another thing that I have like just accumulated a whole lot of over my career are conversation cards and just having those available for kids too even just putting them in a little crate and saying this is uh, food this is school this is house this is town or whatever that. yeah because yeah. i have like a ton like you have a, a metric ton. ton i have a lot but i never actually until you said that thought about let's just put this on the put them out yeah put them out yeah. let's just do it yeah i mean yeah. if they're in like ziploc bags yeah. like yeah. you know I, i'm thinking now as Doing i'm sitting it. here done getting little bo- little crates and putting like maybe three sets in a in a crate and yep. put a note on the front that says these are all food mm. these are all blah 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 you know and especially because like some kids like you could put some of the ones that i make for myself i give i put like hints on but some of the ones i get from other people they don't have that Mm -hmm. but you know as you get through the year that these things will come up you could even just set out the introduction ones right now or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah i just think that we if we provide them with like resources like they're more likely to do more practice and more study outside of class. Like I just really feel like they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I say you have to figure this out yourself, it's like I get crickets. Mm-hmm. So they're not you know, going to do that. They're really right? not going to do it. Right. They're not. Um, let's see what else do I have here. I've got another one. Okay, go here. for it. Um, so I think one thing that I think that students need from us is um, open heart and mind. So. I mean, if we're just being real here, like I can tell some of the kids that are troublemakers, like I don't know their names from Adam. Nobody's ever talked to me about them, but I always just like to try to give them that, like even if they look like they might be trouble to just, you know, try to challenge them with them or stand next to them so that they have to listen to me. Um, but a lot of times they'll meet with success and remember words that, and they surprise themselves. Yeah. yeah. But even just to like really, you know, pour into them and maybe know whether a teacher has given them a chance or something right. like that. But really um just come at them with open hearts and minds and 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 i don't know just give them the benefit of the doubt like yeah Yeah. um, because a lot of times they'll you know surprise themselves in that and they'll really react to you doing that because they're not used to being treated like that right at home or from other teachers it really isn't the norm i mean i i 
I take for granted sometimes the conversations the three of us are even even fabulous teachers that we have here at this school have but my um, we've talked a little about this my mentor year my mentor teacher was just so different she was a great effective teacher but such a different personality and made me second guess mm. this idea mm-hmm. of having an open heart and mind you know it was the don't smile on the first day and again if you're listening you don't smile on the first day and that's intentional that's your thing and if it works for you but I just couldn't not smile right. if you Gabe, if you said I'll give you a hundred bucks not to do it, it's so like part yeah. of who what I am. And we've talked about that before. Yeah, like, you have to be. Who I you have are. to be. I have to be me, and I love that. I feel like the trend is going more toward the benefit right. of the doubt at first mm-hmm. versus. I mean, I do think I think teaching responsibilities and expectations again, holding them to that standard, that doesn't have to be the same as like be cold and distant in your right. personality because they'll take advantage of you if you right yeah. off the bat like the the two don't have to work in tandem right you know well and two i think that we i mean a lot of us that teach world language we're in like a very um special scenario where they're to us those kids are not just a test score so right. we get to yeah. we get to have a different experience i mean we don't we don't get to we we are like it's our responsibility to experience kids in a different way because they're not a test score to us so like for me like in, in the years past, I would have, like, an administrator be like, why is that kid so good for you? Because mm-hmm. he's terrible yeah. in every yeah. other class. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it just, it just is what it is. But, right. like, what you guys are both saying, like, we we get to be ourselves. We get to show them, like, ha- I mean, that's literally what I wrote down is, like, a warm welcome. Mm-hmm. Like, we get to show them, like, this can be fun. It doesn't have to be something. I, there's just this concept that is so prevalent that, like, especially world language is something that you just have to do. Right. And I just feel like we get the chance to change that and be like, no, yeah. you get to do it. Right. You, yeah. you can, yeah. you get to experience the world in a different way. And I just feel like, you know, if, and I, I want to just challenge a little bit on that person that doesn't want to smile the first day. Cause like, why? First of all, mm. I mean, your kids are going to like, I don't know. I feel like I get more kids like on board with what I'm doing when I'm like happy and smiling. Oh, yeah. This if was I'm, like, told to me so much during my grad school program and then follow-up mentorship or internship it was so odd well it, i mean to me. well, i, I mean like, what was teaching in, tw- in 1990 or sorry 1903 really yeah we, it was pretty old <laughs> it's probably because you were a woman and they were like women can't teach <laughs> well, you have to act like a man <laughs> my dad used to always tell me this he would always say and i think i'm getting it the right way around but he would always like he would always say you win them to what you win them with Right. So like if you start off grumpy, then like they're going to be grumpy, but like they're going to match yes. your energy. Yeah. Them. Match your you're energy. Have yep. this, a stinker too, you know? Yep. But oh yeah. Yeah. You're going to either set the tone for a, you know, yeah. happy, fun class, fun-ish class. Mm-hmm. I mean, still school, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, and the thing about it is, is another thing that I was thinking of is it's much more difficult to get a kid to like you later. Oh yeah. So like for me, like today oh, I heard a yeah. lot of kids that said, this is my favorite class of the day. I'm like, this is the second day. How do you know that? And you're like, it's just the energy in here. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I would much rather you th- later not like me than if you started off not liking right. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can always win that. you back yeah, 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 in the yeah. end. But yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just hard to get kids to like you later. You know, like if you if you don't go in on a good foot on a good note, yeah. it's going to be really difficult for you to win them back later. So mm-hmm. I think I mean absolutely being warm, being open, being like mutually respecting each other and um 
you know, like creating a culture and an environment where people care for each other. Right. Like I don't want to be, and I've, I said this two times today in two different classes because I just hate it so much, but I don't want to be that class. That's like, I'm going to have you work with this person in October and you're asking that person what their name is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that. I want mm-hmm. you all to know each other. You know, we, we got really lucky because our classes got small this year. So, you know, like for me, for no, oh uh, yeah, Heather's she's still a one person German. Well, machine. I've been having like 20, <laughs> 26, 27 kids. I've tops. had under thirty, and yeah. I mean like that's yeah, no, it's been thirty five across the board, thirty thirty two yeah. to thirty five. Last year, every it was, for two bam, years, bam, thirty five, thirty five, thirty five, and thirty six at one point. I have thirty six in my last block, but it's Spanish but three, it's Spanish so it makes three, sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the yeah, the other two, all the other two, I have like. A table and a half that's empty no wow. kids at all so like that's like 28 that right there no it literally doesn't yeah, and so it is where there's one hole it's so one. like i don't know we have so much room to like get to know them and like right. get to know them not even just like their face and their name but like get to know things about them and what they like and what they struggle with and like you know yeah i, I always start my year off by saying like i'm very relational and i want you to be relational with me like mm-hmm. i want you to tell me because I can't. I can't do anything for you. These. I can't do anything for the students in my room if I don't know what's going right. on. Well, that's what I was telling mine too. Even with discipline, like, you know, I was telling them the steps. Like, well, I'll talk to you, and then I'll talk to your parents, and I'll talk to the admin. Like, but I, I said I iterated today, especially to my fifth block. I was like, but the most important thing to me is like why that's happening. Like, there's whatever is happening. There's a reason for it. Something right. going on at home. Something happened in your last block. Something yeah. happened on your phone. Like, there's a reason why, and I honestly care about that reason. And then once we fix that reason, it'll fix whatever is happening. Right. Like, and, and I just especially wanted them to know that. Like, I don't know, just the look on some of these some of these cases. I'm just like, there's something going on. And, yeah. And I just want them to know that whatever it is that is causing it, that's more important to me. And we'll fix, you know, whatever else we have if they know that I care about that thing rather than just how they're acting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just, you know, I, I feel like we, like I said, this ties back into us being, having the time to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we may be the only teacher all day that has the time or the space right. or the availability to even do that that's for these so kids. True, yeah. And I think that's what endears them to us in Absolutely. many ways. Yeah. I think, so. I think that the three of us have really had that experience of kids just being like, I, I don't know what I would do without you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a kid today who is not in my class at all this year. Send me a message on Instagram. Which say what you want to about that, I guess. <laughs> it's none of your business. But none yet. send me a send me a message on Instagram and be like, Profe, can you please help me? Because I do not know anything about scholarships or Tennessee Promise and I can't get anybody to help me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I do this job for. Yeah. I do this job for that. Like I do it because yes. I, I want to be able to like help you. Because the thing about it is, I think most of us, we love what we do, right? We love what we get to teach, the content. But at the end of the day, you would not still be doing the thing that you're doing unless you liked the kids that you teach. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality. Like, I want to I say it too. You wouldn't like the thing that you do. What did I say? You wouldn't keep doing it. Some people keep doing it. Oh, that's true. You wouldn't like the thing. That let me you do let me caveat like that kids. by saying you. Most of us, yes, most of us all are doing this job for the kids that we get to teach. Yes, so you know, I think that we just get like we get to have that relationship with them, and I think especially in world language in the world language realm, it's more easy. It's easier. More I guess I should say easier. Mm-hmm. Let's not end this episode on me saying more easy. Well, I just want to say every time I talk to y'all, even though we know what we're going to talk about, it just keeps affirming that I'm doing the right thing. It was unnerving. Every year I start going a little 
just a little less strenuous on the academics in that first day really going in relationally and it's mm-hmm. it's it's yes. been it's it's everything it's it everything really and pay. i love talking to y'all about it because it feels so good yeah. to be affirmed it's in right. that yep well i mean we work with really like great group of people like, you guys are awesome and i'm happy that we get to like put this podcast out into the world and hopefully people are listening and getting something out of it yeah. but anyway i think that we're going to end this episode here because we yep. have i think we've we had laid down some really great groundwork for you to build from so as always you can find us on instagram or on facebook at linguist lounge at linguist lounge you can find us uh well, you can comment with, uh, make a comment there. You can interact with us via stories or DMs or whatever. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you do to help the kids be successful. Um, and until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 The linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Capozzi for use of your studio, you're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us, we are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.